there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. My name is Salty. And I'm Cam. How are we all? Good. Good, thanks. It's good to hear. Weekend. Yeah. Gotta love it. Yeah. You sun's, wearing, sun's out, guns out. Yeah. <laughs> you were in a hat there, Salty? Yeah. It's good. I'm wearing a hat. Cam, I noticed you neglected to wear a hat no today. Hat. I, left, I left my Make America Great Again hat at home. Yeah. <laughs> How is America going to be made great again if you're not wearing your hat? This week we're going to be tackling another biblical one. Yeah, great. I love the Bible. Your comment, you made a comment in Slack. It's like, why don't we just read the whole Bible? <laughs> <laughs> it informs a lot of the topics that we discuss. It does. And I think we identified early on that a lot of conspiracies come from people reading the Bible. And we're also going to be talking about Facebook. All right. Are they listening in? Somewhat, in some ways, Facebook is the modern Bible. Think about it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also. The beast. Yes. Uh, hashtag stay woke. <laughs> uh, so, we, yeah, our first topic is Mark of the Beast. Yeah. I did see uh, there was one video that came up in my suggested suggested videos. There was like, is Facebook the Mark of the Beast? Ooh. I was like, holy shit. This is the perfect video to tie everything together. I'm going to bring this one up and the boys are going to be like, wow, Cam, you've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again. And then I watched the video and there was this guy whinging about like the Facebook real names policy. Oh, okay. And right. how they're like forcing everyone to use their real names. He's like, it's just like the mark of the beast. I was like, <laughs> come <laughs> on, it? bro. It is annoying. I got how bad is that guy's name if he's equating having to use it with <laughs> the mark of the beast? Exactly. I was like... I was like, I'm on board. Yeah, with the the name policy being annoying. I got pinged the other day. Oh, really? Because you use Cam got pinged. Put in a different fake name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like, do they make you prove anything? Well, no. They they're like, uh, if you want to keep this name, you have to prove that uh, that's your real name. Uh, like with a scan of your driver's license. I was like, well, I can't do that. It's yeah. not my real name. Right. And they're like, so just put your real name in here. I'm like, well. You're in for a bloody treat here, aren't you? Yeah, right. So let's start with the Mark of the Beast. Yes. What is it? Salty? You're our resident Mark of the Beast expert? Well, it's it's a, a fucking Bible thing where 
<laughs> at some point, everyone's going to have to have this mark on them to be able to do anything in life, basically. Yeah. <laughs> He's salty. Don't worry, boys. i got it covered. I know the Iron Maiden song <laughs> off by heart. <laughs> Uh, some fucking Bible thing. <laughs> Bible thing. <laughs> I, uh, look, I will admit, I'm a little, I'm a little Bible fatigued okay. at this point. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's from Revelations. Correct. When the beast comes and takes over everything. So, Revelations chapter eleven. There's actually two beasts. Two beasts. Tricked ya. Seven headed one. Yeah, the first one comes out of the sea. Yep. And yeah, has I think seven heads. And they're all chattering away. That'd be annoying. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. And the second beast comes out of the earth and the second beast's job is to like direct everyone to worship the first beast. Right. Righto. It's like the two I see beast. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, hey, listen yeah. to this this other one. Yeah. He's here. Do you not listen to it? It's like there's the beast and then there's the beast's little stooge beast. <laughs> who writes all the company propaganda. If if a seven-headed beast was to come out of the water, I'd probably pay attention to it. Yeah. I wouldn't need another beast to say, hey, check this out. Yeah. I'd be confused why there's two beasts. Shut up, other earth beast. Yeah. Awesome, sweet sea beast is talking. We're trying to pay attention to seven heads. We don't need your eighth head <laughs> fucking <laughs> just chattering away, all right? We've got it. Yeah. The big one, okay? Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, oh, it's got such a built-in marketing campaign, that first piece. Yeah. Because <laughs> you could be like, two heads are better than one. What about seven? <laughs> Little Facebook ads for that. Yeah. Far out. <laughs> so I think the idea, well, there's lots of different ideas. As Salty said, it's open to interpretation, the old Biblay. Yep. Michael Biblay. So it's open to interpretation. I think... Um, some people have, like, there's, uh, I think there's multiple strains of thought. So some people like, because the idea is it's John uh, having a vision. Mm. That's Revelations. He's having this vision of uh, the end times or of something happening. Yeah. Now, some people are saying, oh, this is all stuff that happened like 2,000 years ago. Mm. This is like Nero and all of that stuff. It's like, yeah, all right. That's not very interesting. Yeah. And then there's the people like, well, this is all referring to stuff that hasn't happened yet and this is the, the end times that are coming. So one of the things that uh, these beasts body do, though, is uh, they give everyone the mark of the beast. Yeah. And so if we'll just uh, open our Bibles to page fucking 10,000. <laughs> uh, Reverend Cam is in. Yeah. <laughs> is in bloody- we get up to Revelation 13, 12. Uh, talking about the second beast, it exercised all the authority. This is from the New International Version, by the way, the okay. NIV. Yep. Uh, it exercised all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants, that's us, worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. Well, it wasn't very fatal then, was it? Yeah. No. no. And it performed great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. Even. Well, <laughs> I'm sure that sounded like super impressive <laughs> 2,000 years ago, mm. especially just like some dickhead who's tripping balls. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, wow. It's like you're describing like the Crown Casino Bible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of the signs it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast, it deceived the inhabitants of the earth. It ordered them to set up an image in honour of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. 
the second beast was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast so that the image could speak and cause all who refused to worship the image to be killed. Jesus. He's gone by this point. They put it, yeah. Here we go. Now we get to the juicy bit. Yep. After it's like he has a TV show. (laughs) (laughs) It also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. That number is... 666. That's the Iron Maiden bit, by the way. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so fast forward to, what are we, 2017? Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> How does... What did it need a... What, what are we? <laughs> it's fucking it's August. <laughs> oh, I'm still writing 2013 on all my checks. Uh what what okay then why are people bringing it up now? What are they seeing as the number of the beast? Oh wait, I don't have the word 666 or the number 666 on my forehead. Not yet. Oh. It's pr- probably in this room somewhere though, right? What's on that box? Look at the bottom of that box. What? Little barcode. Yeah, what does that say? Fucking six 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 in every barcode, mate. <laughs> oh, really? Sorry, sorry. Jeez, so, I did the least amount of research for this, <laughs> and I'm and I'm making this news to you. I don't know about the barcode. Wait, is it on? Is it really on every barcode? No, yeah. no. Yeah, it is. No. It is. See, this is like you guys don't delve deep enough, and I fucking barely skimmed the surface. It's been de- debunked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the the bars that represent a six in a barcode. Yeah. Look exactly the same as the three bars that separate the two sections of the barcode. Oh, right. So pe- there was a thing a while ago where people were like, those big long lines yeah. is 666. Because they're the, when a six in a barcode mm. is the same width and spacing of lines. Okay. So a six in a barcode looks like the bars that separate it because the barcode split into two parts. Right. So the bars that make up six are like two thin bars close together and the bars that split the barcode are two thin bars together but the six or six bars also has a big space before it so six is actually space bar bar whereas the two the three bars are just bars by themselves uh i'm sure barcode and september 11th have come up probably so it's like six 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 two six being too long yeah you know yeah yeah but that's anyway. been the But <laughs> that's that was a thing. Like the devil, devil's in all the barcodes. Yeah, right. He's fucking controlling everything. What a nerd! <laughs> 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 like, they talk about being super middle, you know, like beasts and shit. Nah, he's just hiding in barcodes. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I'll get them. <laughs> so I first came across the mark of the beast being like a modern thing in this book by a guy called Barry Smith. Hmm. Fake name. Yeah, who was a preacher. From New Zealand. Oh, yeah, choice. Uh, <laughs> don't demean yourself like that. <laughs> it's what we say. Is it's the language of my people. Uh, <laughs> so did us take. <laughs> so <clears throat> he was a preacher from New Zealand. He was an end times preacher. Mm. He wrote a bunch of books. His uh, first book came out in 1980. It was called Warning. Mm. And it was all about... Uh, you know, all of the signs that you could see, he uh, had a big thing about like the, uh, 
you know, the dollar bill in America having, mm. you know, eye on it and shit. Yeah. And just all of the different things that indicated that the end of the world was imminent. Mm. Uh, his second book, Second Warning. Oh, God. <laughs> but his first book had multiple warnings in it. Yeah. So his second book, Second Warning, came out in 1985 uh, and covered much of the same uh, material. He's just like, come on, end of time. So fucking, I don't know how many more of these books I've got in me. His third book, Final Notice. Oh. Oh, so he's going for a whole like. <laughs> like an unpaid bill. <laughs> yeah. sort of but his fourth book was called P.S. But uh, then he wrote like five other books, but they didn't follow this thing <laughs> at all. Uh, but his, I read in um, Second Warning, he had a chapter about plastic cards. So, you know, this is 1985. Like I guess ATMs when reasonably fresh, right? So his warning was that uh, like ATM cards were the mark of the beast. This was going to be the, you know, poor old John back just fucking having shelved all of these cooked berries. Yeah, he's like, oh fuck! <laughs> I'm looking at the I'm looking at these crazy visions. I'm yeah. seeing all these people, you know, running their hands. In the, through these scanning things, mm. I don't know what this is. Oh, mm. it's just something in. It's just something to do with the hand. Mm. The mark of the beast will be on the hand. No, you idiot! They're holding their bloody ATM cards. Yeah, how do they get forehead then? Well, we'll get right, right hand okay. or yeah. forehead. We'll get to that. Yeah, right hand or forehead. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, it's the ATM cards. What a mundane part of the vision. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> again, beasts and people using ATMs. Yeah. So his thing was, yeah, it's the ATM cards. That's how they're going to get you. Yeah. And, yeah, I've, then from that I've seen, you know, th- throughout the years that evolve into, like, the barcode thing. I remember standing in the post office once. There was a woman in front of me and she they had to, like, scan the barcode. She was getting, like, just an express post envelope thing. Mm. I had to scan the barcode on it. She's like, this is how it starts. Right. <laughs> Mark of the beast. And the... It's like, well, you're buying it. (laughs) (laughs) The barcode system in post offices very, very inefficient. Why is that? They lose things a lot. You go to you go to a post office and you're like, oh, I've got this little thing that I need to pick up my parcel. Yeah. Oh, what street do you live on? I don't know. You got a barcode system. Yeah. Like they don't ever check it, do they? No, they just kind of wander out the back and. Look, ooh, what does it write, look like? They write everyone's name in Sharpie down the side and throw yeah. them on shelves yeah. in loose alphabetical order. What does it look like? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> does the barcode on those, uh, sorry, we miss you, even though you were home, home the whole day. Yeah. Right behind the door waiting for us all day. Because I work from home all day, I quite often catch them like doing a, a ding-dong ditch pretty much. <laughs> like they'll ring the bell and then just scarp us straight back to the van and then they look surprised and I'm like, hey. <laughs> But uh, do they actually put a barcode on those? Yeah. Oh, they, oh yeah, there's like a sticker. Yeah. So I think it's uh, like it's uh, – so they scan it, you say it's been picked up. So it's not really a location. It's just like what stage of the process is it in? Yeah. Uh, yeah. One time we lost some luggage at an airport between Melbourne and Christchurch. So two airports. And we got to the other end we're like our luggage is gone. And then we realised like it's scanned in every step of the process. Yeah. So, like we have no idea where it could be. Well, what's the point of the scanning barcode system? Yeah. Seems like a very terrible system. Yeah, I got um, I lost some luggage when I went on my last holiday, mm. and it was again they uh, they're like, oh yeah, we've scanned it in, but we don't know where it is. 
But then they were like, oh, we've well, we've got the piece of luggage we were scanning just before it that made it through. Yeah. Oh, we can sort of work out where it is from that. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. So, yeah, in the 80s, plastic cards, barcodes are sort of the thing. Fast forward to slightly more recently and then you get into things like AFID chips, so radio frequency identification chips. We call them AFIDs? Yeah. Okay. I would just use RFID. All right, if you've got time. Yeah, well, fair enough. <laughs> I'm a busy man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Got things to it's be like, doing. It's all right when you're just waiting for the postman all day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, I literally am. <laughs> I'm so excited when I hear yeah. the mail. So, yeah, there's a whole thing about ARFID chips which can be put into your hand. And uh, I noticed uh, it seemed around 2012 that uh, really ramped up quite a bit. Mm. There was a thing in, like, not in the Obamacare Act itself, mm. but like in like a, some other healthcare act, which uh, it ended up getting taken out before it went through. But it was about um, setting up a national registry for, like, medical devices. Yeah. And so this got picked up on, even though it didn't actually make it into the final bill, yeah. but it got picked up on as this idea that Obamacare was going to make it mandatory for everyone to have this chip. Yeah. And then from that, they could say, well, this law goes into action on this particular date. And then from the Bible, we know that from the day of the, the mark of the beast getting rolled out, there are so many days until the end of the world when Jeez. Christ will return and strike down the two beasts. Yeah, yeah. I uh, was watching a video of someone talking about this. And instead of Obamacare, they called it Obama Care. <laughs> yeah, got him. Yeah. Take that, Obama. Uh, and this lady, she was talking about something from 1997. And like me, she was con- confused about what year it was because she said, uh, this video from 1997, that's about 20-ish years ago. She released this video like last month. Yeah. Literally 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and CERN's thrown everyone for a loop. Yeah, but she found in student aid forms, there's a particular kind of student aid you get in the US where if you don't have a social security number, because some like um, territories of the US don't have social security numbers, then if you don't have one, you have to put in three numbers. Guess. What? Six, six, six. Really? Yeah. Which I thought was pretty like, okay, that's a weird thing to choose and she was like see this is proof they could have chosen any number and they chose 666 i think though there was also other ones for 888 and so i think 666 was just coincidentally a code still though but Mm. i feel like student aid is a weird place to be putting it if you're gonna start you know you've gone to a pretty obscure thing to put it in yeah because it's like the idea is that so the idea is that everyone gets it and one of the things from the uh the verse before is once you get the chip, only people with, or sorry, once you get the mark of the beast, mm. nearly gave the game away there. <laughs> uh, once you get the mark of the beast, only people with the mark of the beast can buy or sell anything. Yeah. And so this is, it's just, just a bank account. Yeah. <laughs> but people say, well, that this is how they get you. Mm. If it's a chip, they'll turn it into like a pay wave sort yeah. of thing. But then they'll be like, well, if you don't have the chip, you can't go to the shops, you can't buy anything, yeah. mm. you're fucked. Yeah. And that's how they get everyone to get it. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. But I mean, that, that 
slightly tangentially that's happening in terms of, you know, there is a move to digital money mm. where traditionally people with less money are working on cash system, you know, paid in cash, small amounts of cash, relying on cash. So people are concerned about that in terms of shutting people with less money out or, or lower income people out of being part of the economy because it's actually quite expensive to be cashless. Uh, I don't think that's related to the number of the beast. It's just an unfortunate part of modern life. Yeah. But because the other thing, if if they did make, like if you were getting a chip in your thing that paid for everything, mm. it would also be a chip that, you know, tracks you. Yes. Uh, and you, so you could be found at any point and mm. it would be your like your national ID thing. Mm. So there would be a genuine Yeah, yeah, there are. Problem. Yeah. Uh, I heard one guy talking about the chip. He said you'll never be able to take it out if you get it. Yeah. Uh, he also said you can cut your arm off. Yes, and I you saw still this guy. have it. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know how that works. They're like nanites get into your blood. I don't know, but well, he was pretty unhappy about it. I think his point was that like a there would be a spiritual change in your like it wouldn't just be once you've got the mark of the beast. So this yeah. is. He's getting fully biblical there. Yeah. Once you're marked, yeah. you can't undo the mark. But it's like you could totally take the chip out though. Yeah. Uh, the, I think this is Wayne Levi Price because um, I, I watched a couple of his videos about it. And he was calling bank statements banking statements, which I thought was kind of a weird way to call it. Mm. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, and around his like where he's recording, he's just got like big Bible quotes about hell and sin <laughs> and stuff. He's like, man, that must just cook your brain. Yeah. Just having, like, being yelled at with hell and sin and, like, devil. Yeah. Uh, but he interviewed someone, the person he knows personally through the internet. Uh, he's, he's doing this to camera, like, in front of his computer. But he rang this guy up on a mobile phone and then, like, turned the volume up to record right. that, that way. Which I thought was a really inefficient way of doing it. But the guy he was talking to um, had a little avatar he brought up on the screen. It was him. He was wearing a, a Captain Morgan bucket hat, like a floppy hat with <laughs> rum. That was a funny thing to have in your avatar. But he was saying he had been paying $20 a week for Obamacare, which he didn't know about. Yeah. Uh, and he just went and he, he signed up but didn't realise he completed the, the sign-up and thought he reckoned he got conned somehow. He twisted his ankle, went into the doctor, and they were going to give him a tetanus shot. Which I don't think you get for twisted ankles, but no. anyway, he they came with two needles and that one's the tetanus shot, one's the bloody chip that's going to go in you. And he's like, "Whoa, what?" And they're like, like "Yeah, they told him." Yeah, yeah, and they're like, "You signed up, you're going to get the chip." And he, I don't think he did go through with it because he obviously realised they were going to inject him with a microchip. Yeah, and he felt he he concluded it by saying, uh, "This just shows how dumb society is." Yeah. They don't read their Bibles. Yep, correct. Yeah, sounds like you didn't read whatever dodgy insurance scam you signed up for to charge you twenty dollars yeah. a week, and you don't listen to when they're waving needles around for what they are. This guy sounds unhinged. Maybe he signed up for some weird underground thing where they actually were going to implant him with something. <laughs> like you don't accidentally sign up for. He wasn't at a vet. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that was the only really concrete evidence of it happening that I found, other than just people that, that get That's chips. concrete evidence, is it? Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Like, sorry, <laughs> sorry eyewitness testimony First to what happening. anecdotal yeah, yeah. evidence. <laughs> Let's see. I actually took notes this time. 
Uh, I found a guy called Paul Begley. Mm. He's like a pastor. I liked him because he had a catchphrase. Yeah. Which was, Are you serious? <laughs> That's <laughs> great. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> he was sort of, he reminded me of the, that guy from, uh, I think, Best in Show. Oh, yeah. What was the his catchphrase? Oh, yeah. He had a few. No, was that Best? No, that was A Mighty Wind. A Mighty Wind, yeah. Yeah. That's a whammy. Hey, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what happened? That's it. <laughs> Cut out you saying that's a whammy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's from. <laughs> he, also, he also did, I can't do my work. <laughs> but yeah, the, the Are You Serious guy, he was good. He um he filmed this really frustrating, firstly he filmed this video where he's talking about uh, like being in Obamacare and he's going through this whole act and then I look up the act, I can see that it's on Snopes yep. as being like the one that was changed. Yeah. But he also filmed a video where he's outside 666 Fifth Avenue Ooh. in New York City. You know that building? No. Trump Tower. What? Oh, or I, I think it's Trump Tower. Yeah. It's where like, yeah, it's where Jared Kushner works. Yeah, right. Famous cuck, Jared Kushner. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Jared Kushner owns this building. I don't think it is Trump Tower. But uh, guess what you can bloody find at old uh, 666 Fifth Avenue? A little company called Lucent Technologies. Oh, uh, yeah. Who I think used to be called Nokia. Yeah. They used to be Nokia. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, now they're bloody Lucifer Technologies. Yeah. Grab the, well, grab the Nokia logo, which is like. They use the word Nokia, isn't it? Oh, no, they had like some sort of corporate logo apparently. I just noticed this very much in passing as I went to dial this up. But uh, someone was like, the Nokia logo says 666. And it's like, no, it's just sort of like three like th- three squiggly things or whatever, like three lines. Because everyone sees the Google logo 666 as well, right? So uh, Lucent Technologies though, they create ARFID technology. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they create the very AFID chips that are meant to be implemented into your right hand. Well, I don't know if they do that. <laughs> they use an operating system called Inferno. Mm. And the name Lucent is also strikingly similar to Lucifer. Sorry, I gave that all, gave the ghost away yeah, on that yeah. one earlier. <laughs> uh, these chips are already being used. US Congress handed the government authority to microchip people with mental disabilities back in December 2016. Just recently, it also came under our attention. This is uh, the attention of the uh, European Union Times, the famous mm-hmm. newspaper that we yep. all know and trust, yep. that Jared Kushner was sponsored by George Soros oh. with $259 million. Now this. And then there's this diagram which has Jared Kushner in the middle, uh, advisor to Donald Trump, who is father of Ivanka Trump, who is married to Jared Kushner. It's like, well, you've put it all together there. (laughs) But then uh, Jared Kushner is going to Charles Kushner as the son of Chris Christie imprisoned Charles Kushner. Okay. And then there's also a line between Chris Christie and Donald Trump, but it doesn't have any indication of what the relationship is. Well, he was going to be part of Donald Trump's cabinet. Yeah, but then he got sidelined. Yeah. But then uh, wasn't cooked enough. Charles Kushner gave money to Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, and Rudy Giuliani. Whoa. What more do you need to know? Uh, I think a lot more. No, that's it's very, it's very <laughs> all. 
So basically what we're saying is Lucent Technology, a.k.a. Lucifer, yeah. is working with the US government yeah. with Obamacare. Yeah. Obamacare. To implant Obamacare. Yeah. <laughs> to implant chips in us. Well, not us because we're not in the US. Americans. It's kind of weird that they saw the future in America when they're in the Middle East, mm. just having these visions. Anyway, in order to us to buy and sell things, and then if we don't have the number of the beast, we can't buy and sell things, and then what happens? So that's the question, mate. Well, who knows? You'll be stuffed if you don't have the number. Yeah. Maybe ah. we'll to buy anything. Start bartering. Yeah. I also saw a video, I don't know if this is the one you watched, where he's talking about how you've got to cut off your arm. Three side effects of the Arfid chip mark of the beast will shock you. Wow. I don't think I saw that one, no. But I was like, okay, the first side effect is that you'll be thrown into a lake of fire. Okay. Uh, The second side effect is... It's sort of side effect. (laughs) The the second side effect would be lethargy. Like you'd be really tired all the time. (laughs) Because someone just fucking burned me in a lake of fire. Yeah. You'd be fatigued. I'm not full of beans in that situation. And then the third side effect was again, like you're damned to hell. Yeah. And I was like, eternity is a long... It's a, it's a very, very long time. Really? Yeah. I always thought eternity was like a quick no, yeah. couple of hours or something. Nah, you're saying it's long. Yeah. Jeez. Longer than like Lord of the Rings? Even longer. Oh, Director's cut maybe. Shit. Yeah. Box set situation. Yeah. Did you um, come across the patent that Google have apparently put in? No, what was the patent? So they've apparently put in a patent for this thing which is like a – it's – I think it's listed or it's described as a high-tech throat tattoo. Yeah, cool. Which is the thing that will go on your neck. It's described as a tattoo, but it's the person saying it was more like a really intensely sticky sticker, about the size of a Band-Aid that would go on your neck, which would incorporate a small microphone, um, all this kind of shit, so that you can use that to like – be identified and give commands for stuff to happen and all this kind of shit. Yeah, right. That could also be the mark of the beast. It's in your throat though, not the bloody John. Well, Got it wrong. Stick it, stick it on here. Yeah. The um, On your forehead, you pointed to. Yeah. <laughs> on your forehead, yeah, sorry. <laughs> the But like patents, companies like Google and Apple just fucking patent everything like, oh, maybe we could do this one day. Yeah, I was going to patent for it. I did see a thing that uh, someone said, you know, the forehead thing. Yeah. From the perspective of this smacked out bloke, mm. that could just be like retina scans. Like you're just getting your eyes scanned. What? Like, <laughs> well, it's like he's like, all right, there's the – they put their head up against some fucking thing. Oh, uh, okay. And beep, beep. And oh, yeah, it must be something on their forehead. Yeah, okay. Can I unlock my phone with my retinas? Yeah. Mm. So can you? Yeah, I tried it. It annoyed me. Yeah, it annoyed me as well. Yeah. The – CIA have invested in a company that, similar to the throat thing, where it's a little microphone inside your mouth and you can communicate with people. comes up in the next segment, I believe. Mm. I did find a guy called uh, Mark Fox Mm -hmm. who had this whole video about like Arfid, like Mark of the Beast stuff, and then he gets up to the end and he's like, guess what? Like all that Arfid stuff is cooked. But uh, the Mark of the Beast is like going to be metaphorical. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it's like, well, why did I have to watch seven minutes of you talking about people yeah, getting yeah. chips in their hands? Yeah. Also, that guy's last name, Fox. You know what Fox in numerology is? 666. 
Is it? It is. How do you know that? Watch too many Russian vid movies. <laughs> when you line up the the numbers that make the well, you have the letters and then underneath you have the three levels of numbers. Mm. Yep. Using a bit of gematria. Yeah. F O X lines up with six six six. Ah, so he'd be on about six. O is six. X is six. Fox News and bloody yeah. So Century Fox. Old Mark Fox. Mark six six six. Old Mark. Oh. Mark. Six six six. Yeah. That's it. Cracked it. Yeah, so the all that number stuff does feature heavily because in they don't actually say the name of uh, like who the beast is or what the beast is in Revelation. They just say six six six, and the idea is that it's supposed to be the number of the beast. You work it out, and so you could work out. People say now, all right, we can work out who is the beast. Mm. We can run every world leader's name through these cook number things. Yeah. And see who adds up to 666. And? Well, you can do it yourself. Oh, okay. Sorry. All of these people that I, that I watched about this, and, and I guess in similar things, they're really mad keen on the end of the world, eh? Yeah. They're just like, fuck, let's, oh, all these signs is happening. It's like, just go watch a movie, get outside, enjoy yourself. That's because these guys are like dead set that they're bloody in for the, yeah, the yeah. trip upwards, right? Yeah. Like rapture's coming. Go partying now. I'm going up. Well, you know, nobody wants to be like, oh, I'm going to be in the generation that died before the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I would, yeah. Would you, uh, oh, you know, how would you rather go out? Like old, fucking pissing yourself in bed, dying of old age or sickness or like fucking end of the world, fire raining down from the sky. Oh, if there's a seven-headed beast coming out of the seven water. Seven-headed beasts. Yeah, I mean, Gog and Magog surfing the bloody... Th- yeah, I'm in... The I'm Hoover in, Dam. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun to me. Uh, did you guys come across the uh, 666 hand sign at all? This one? The okay symbol. <laughs> the okay one. The, 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 oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got us. <laughs> it's yeah, everyone's well, doing this one, though. Like, yeah. every photo of everyone goes... The okay. The okay. Yeah. Which is the Donald Trump have taken that on, right? Well, yeah, so there's a thing that it's like an alt-right symbol now. Yeah, yeah. And there was a there was like a 4chan prank sort of thing where they were trying to convince people that uh, it was like a white power symbol. So you do the okay sign. So yeah. you've got the, th- the W from your three fingers up. Yeah. And then you've got a P, which is like the circle, and then you know, yeah, your arm. Your arm. Yeah. <laughs> which I think people went for pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's tough because I love saying, oh, it's all way okay. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, oh, put a white power cam. Yeah. But um, apparently uh, if you were a little more woke, you would realise that uh, all of the alt-right, white power, whatever stuff is a distraction from the fact that it's the 666 symbol. Ah, that everyone's just trying to get. And has been since ancient times. Right. So I saw a video where a guy was like, well, you can see even uh, like Nimrod, like the grandson of Noah, mm. like was throwing this up. I was like, wait, why was he throwing it up? Yeah. But where, anyway. Where are the photos of Nimrod? Yeah. <laughs> and then he linked it all into like yoga. So, you know, you do the, the om. Oh, yeah, you do yeah, yeah. that with your hands. It's upside down. Yeah. And so that's like, yeah, it's all. Well, when anyone, anyone did the little thing upside down at school, you get a punch in the arm when you looked at it. Yeah. And that's bad. 
I don't want to get a dead arm. Yeah, we should probably explain before when I got, <laughs> I got them all. I just did the okay symbol down by my thigh. So yeah. They, below, below eye level. Yeah. You get a punch in the arm when you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Classic prank. But um, this guy was interesting because he did a weird sort of um, – it was a combo – sort of a combo of like a Pizzagate-y thing and the thing where they lack common knowledge yeah. that, that we love so much. <laughs> yep. So he's he was talking about how like the alt right was like uh, the alt right thing was a distraction, mm. but he was clearly interested in some alt right ideas. Mm. And there was like some really obscure alt right figure. This woman, I think she's just like somewhat attractive alt right lady mm. that he was clearly thirsty AF for. Because he's like, I was looking at her Instagram, yeah, and I noticed like some guy commenting on her posts or like some guy was tagged in her photos. And so I started going through all of his photos. It's like, all right, yeah, I can read between the lines here. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, then this guy was like uh, part of like Milo Yiannopoulos' crew or something. Yeah. But uh, he was going through all of his photos trying to find evidence that something was up because obviously they're doing the AOK thing. Mm. Now, clearly, clearly they wouldn't just be doing it because they're uh, alt-right. Yeah. Clearly they've, they've got a, the hidden agenda of trying to distract from the 666, the mark of the beast. Yes. So he's going through all of his photos and he finds like one where the guy is wearing a T-shirt with the all-seeing eye and the horns of Baphomet. Oh. And he's like, right? Now, what he completely ignored was that this guy had – um tagged this photo of himself with the words featuring Nambler calendar realness. Okay. I think he was sort of suggesting that he looked like quite, maybe quite young. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Nambler being the North North American American Man-Boy Love Association. But like he completely left that alone. Yeah, right. But it's like if that was like a guy that had been, if that photo was taken at a a fucking pizza restaurant. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You would never hear the end of it. Pizzagate confirmed. <laughs> but it's like just just completely focused on the fact he's got like a metal shirt on. Yeah. yeah. What do we think about the 666 being? Well, just going back to Barry Smith. Mm. So the reason he got onto it, and I think this sort of seals the deal, mm. is in his book, and I, this was I think a common thing that he would do, is present these anecdotal things that you couldn't prove at all or disprove. Mm. Uh, he talked about going for a picnic somewhere in New Zealand, mm. and uh, some good picnic spots in New yeah. Zealand, by the way. If oh. you're in New Zealand, go for a picnic. No doubt, like in Lord of the Rings territory, oh. up on top of a bloody mountain. Oh, you do it in a valley. Yeah, or you've got to worry. Well, don't do it in a valley because you're gonna have bloody giants throwing boulders down. But there's not actual giants in New Zealand. Do I've you- read the books, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But if you go, you have, you have to watch where you go, though. You have to step over, like, the carcasses of wags and orcs and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, pick an ice picnic spot. Yeah. As uh, Barry did. Cliff top, maybe, overlooking the ocean. And I, I believe there's some sort of tree mm. involved. And so I, get, I think his family were picnicking. He was like, I'll just go for a little walk. <laughs> the tree bloody stood up, walked over and went, <laughs> Ooh, why are you doing this at Isengard? He's like, I'll just go for a little walk. I can wander Victoria style. Yeah. Uh, that's just for people who've 
been watching. <laughs> Specifically tourist ads directed at people went out down. Yeah. Uh, I'll just go for a little walk and he's walking and he like stops for a bit of shade under a tree and there's this Jewish guy there. Oh. Like who must have been like obviously Jewish, like stereotypically like <laughs> <laughs> wearing a skull cap or something yeah. for him to be like, ah, oh, I see. <laughs> and they started talking and uh, the guy was like, oh, you're Barry Smith or something. It's like, righto, story's fake. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically the guy laid it all out, what they were going to do with the plastic cards. <laughs> right. So he was in on it. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, maybe it's like one of those Bill Murray things where he's like, no one will ever believe you. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to tell you it all because you, oh, you'll work it out eventually, Barry. Yeah, right. So... Well. With evidence like that. Yeah, I'm sold. Yeah. Did he leave his family to picnic while he went for the walk? I guess so. Yeah. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Take I'm one of the kids or something. i over here. Yeah. Whoop, random Jew under a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Divulging the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else about 666 then? Oh, I'm sure there's a million things about 666. Yeah. But uh, on the topic of the Mark of the Beast being like something that's going to happen mm. or is happening. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I would say if you want to put a little chip in my hand that's going to let me pay for shit in the shops, when I go to the doctor, scan it, it's got my Medicare stuff on it, fucking here's my hand, just do it. Inject that baby in. Yeah. See, I think this is what worries them is that it would be so convenient. <laughs> They'd have to be like, oh, man. And like Salty's clearly so on board for it. Yeah. <laughs> How easy would that be? I'd have to get my wallet well, out. Next time, you get a te- next time you get a tetanus shot. Like you yeah. step on a rusty nail or whatever. Have you got the other needle too? Yeah, give me the, hey, get that other needle out. Yeah. I got the Obamacare. <laughs> I guess. Even if they could track me with it, like what do I care? Where do I ever go that I don't yeah, need to hide myself? That's a slippery slope though. To what? What if they decide that suddenly, I don't know, illustration was against the law? Well, they wouldn't. They could. Nah. Well, then is the fucking chip going to be able to track all my pen strokes? Yes. Then I'll just sit around drawing dicks all day. <laughs> and they can just like be going, oh, fuck. He did it again. He's, <laughs> he's just trolling us he, again. He's like, should we get him now? He's got, he's got the lols. Look at these dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I wonder if Lucent Technologies is even working on any sort of implantable AFID chip. hope so. But well, if they are, I would suggest just fucking do it in another building because you've got all of these people who are going to freak out if you like, you bring this product to market and it's like, oh, where was this invented? I six 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 fucking Fifth Avenue. Fifth Avenue. But but then the alternative of that is do we need to move our entire corporate office because some crazy people think we're the devil? Like just if you like if you're doing the implantable hand chip there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like they're gonna connect it anyway, even if they're not doing it there. Yeah, true. They're probably doing it in China. And they're just bloody signing the checks and HR and stuff and six six six. Yeah. I, th- I th- think what was interesting about this is that it's a lot more mainstream. I know we were like, oh, it's all very churchy. Mm. It's a lot more mainstream than you'd think. Like not super mainstream. Yeah. I get the, the, the nutcase bit behind it being all about the devil. Yeah. Churchy. But the modern sort of is there something we need to be worried about. Yeah, yeah. In terms of population control or like tracking everyone and big brother. Or even a cage to society. Is, is very modern. Mm. 
Yeah, you can take it. You can take the whole church thing out of it and still have problems with them microchipping yeah. everyone. <laughs> yeah. 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 It doesn't have to be bad because <laughs> the Bible said this thing about the beast. But I think the idea that it is a satanic thing, I think, would ha- be accepted by more mainstream Christians than you'd think. So, like Barry Smith would tour like Hillsong churches. Would that is that mainstream though? Like they're seen. I mean, be, they're a little I bit so, yeah. to the edge, but you know, you know, family. There's people who go to Hillsong mm. who are in Parliament, mm. and like people like the same sort of churches that George W. Bush would go to. Mm. Did we talk about? Yeah, we talked about Bush and Gog and Magog. Yeah, 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 yeah. that sort of thing. And you know what else I thought was interesting? Yeah. Uh, before you know, we talked amongst ourselves. Oh, all right, we're going to do Mark of the Beast. I haven't done any research on it. And I got a suggested video pop up on YouTube, which was uh, about credit cards and RFID technology. And I clicked on it and it was like the Mythbusters guy. I think, oh, uh, yeah. Adam. Yep. He was doing a Q&A thing at some fucking thing. University. Yeah. And someone was like, uh, what happened with uh, like your RFID episode? Mm. And he's like, well, we wanted to do this episode about RFID technology and credit cards. And so we like called up the, uh, like some guy at one of the credit card companies. Can we, you know, can we have a chat to you talk about RFID? Cause we want to do an episode about like, is it hackable? Blah, mm. blah, blah. And like, yeah, sure. So we set up this meeting and they arrive at the meeting and it's like, there's that guy there. And like the guy from the discovery channel and then there's like the legal counsel from American Express and Discover Cards and all of the credit card <laughs> companies have sent their lawyers. Yeah. And basically the message was you can't do an episode about Arfid yeah. and credit cards. And they looked at the Discovery Channel guys like, no, nah, you can't do it because they rely on all of the advertising from those you know major corporations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got shut down. Yeah. Interesting. Well, they don't want you to even talk about it. Well, I mean, I think it's probably interesting they don't want people discussing the fact that it's probably not that difficult to hack mm. everyone's credit cards. But even more interesting that uh, YouTube would think I'd be interested in that before I'd even looked up anything yeah. about Arfid. It's almost like that was listening to him. <laughs> talk about facebook okay listening in on us oh now this is robo this was your idea yeah so you're responsible a lot of people (laughs) 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 now fair fair cop (laughs) i do it to you Uh, a lot of people say that they will be mentioning something in their day-to-day life oh maybe we should go buy a new refrigerator and then the next time they look at facebook ads for refrigerators Facebook have said that they might use conversations and they're mining our data like crazy. We know that. Yeah. And the theory is that they're even when Facebook's off and it's still on your phone, they're listening and using your microphone and then serving your ads based on what you've... Because everyone knows you search something in Google and then you start getting Facebook ads for it straight away. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so the theory is, yeah, even when you're not actually using, interacting with your phone, if it's just sitting near you, having a conversation, boom, you start getting served with these ads. Yeah, right. And a lot of kind of anecdotal stories, a lot. Like if you look it up on the internet, everyone's like, whoa, I, what's going on with Facebook? It's a bit creepy. Have you guys ever noticed it? I've only noticed it when I've been actively searching for stuff or I've looked something up or never like just, I was bloody talking to Cam the other day and I said, oh, you know what? I could really do with a bloody washing machine. Yep. Next minute I've got washing machine ads. I've, uh, yeah, I've had it when I've Googled something and it's always when I look up like a specific product and then that exact model I get advertised to me for like yeah. six months or something. Yeah, yeah. Even after I've bought it. Yeah. And then I'll like try and post on Facebook. It's like I need the algorithm to understand that I bought it already <laughs> and it still keeps coming. And I, d- I think that probably doesn't help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess to give some context, Facebook did take investment from InQtel. Do you know what InQtel is? No. So that is CIA's basically um, not-for-profit investment fund where they invest in a whole bunch of companies in order to basically harvest all the technology. So if they see a company that's doing something sweet with technology, they're like, oh, we'll pump a bit of cash into that, build up that, and we fucking get that technology off them and we'll use it on a, on a super sweet spying stuff. Yeah. Uh, the company was literally named for James Bond. So yeah. the Q is from Q from James Bond. Yeah. Uh, and basically for the reason like James Bond had heaps of, Cool technology. We want to do that kind of a thing. Is this yeah. legit or is this cooked? No, this is legit. So you can look up in QTEL. It's not like it's not even. They're not even hiding it. Who worked it out, or that they just never hid it? I don't think they've ever hidden it. Time to change the name. If um, Robo knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also um, what came out. So like that had links to obviously with DARPA, the defense. Uh, what does that DARPA stand for? Whatever it stands for, the defense technology people. And they, for a while, uh, had a company, uh, the Information Awareness Office, I think it was, in the United States. And their logo was the uh, all-seeing eye. The, what was the eye of providence, the Illuminati eye. Yeah. Uh, and the, that's the one that was shut down in like 2003. And then when Snowden came out and released everything that they were spying on us, it turns out it wasn't shut down. It just kind of farmed out. And now they're saying that InQtel uses Facebook to spy on us and harvest away data and then sell us washing machines. Which it does. Does? Doesn't it? Well, I guess, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but not like, so I've tried, I spent, I've spent a lot of time trying to get Facebook to sell me ads. Yeah, so just like, based on talking about Just talking, things. yeah. Hey, Emma, we should buy a new washing machine. Oh, maybe we get a new refrigerator. And then just looking through and seeing what happens. I get nothing. Nothing. What have you been getting? Uh, my ads have been beer stuff. Yep. <laughs> Constantly beer. Yep. Uh, coffee. Yep. Uh, Time Out magazines, roast dishes, roast meals. Yep. I am cooking a roast today, so that's, you know. I get ads for Hypothopod merch <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> frequently. Uh, BT Dubs, go buy a t-shirt. Yeah. Sorry? Yep. BT Dubs, go buy a we'll t-shirt. We'll discuss in the uh, any other business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I get? Uh, I got uh, ads for stickers of the SpongeBob SquarePants character Squidward. Yep. Uh, and in the sticker, he's doing a dab. So it is listening to some of your conversations. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I quite often talk about, hey, we should do. <laughs> How good would it be if Squidward dabbed? Yeah. Because he's got so many arms. He does. And he would do a sweet dab. Yeah. Uh, what else did I get? I got something else that was pretty funny. How long would it take the seven headed beast to dab? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's probably only got two arms. Yeah. 
He gets get like a combo dab. Yeah. Oh, pizza. I got some uh, online pizza oh, ordering. Oh, look no. out. So I ordered, a, I ordered a pizza last night when sure. I was at work. Sure. Uh, what pizza was his delivery. Name? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell that. <laughs> Uh, the mushroom pizza, for the record, with a right. white white sauce base. It was delicious. I uh, also got ads for property in Turak. Right. Turak, uh, people that don't know, is a very, very expensive, probably the wealthiest suburb in Melbourne or the, the famously wealthy suburb of Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, and do, I'm clearly in a position to be buying yeah. property in Turak. You weren't Googling living above my means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I work not too far from Turak. Yeah, right. And I spend a little bit of time there because I work there, you know, a couple of times a week. So they're on weekends. So I'm assuming whatever algorithms like people that have checked in or people have been near this place and this place. Because I don't know how much, how much do you guys know about Facebook ads that you can serve people? Well, you can serve people ads based on where they're located. Yeah. You can drill and, really right yeah, down. Yeah, and based on their interests. So, like, uh, if you've ever been served a legit hypothopod ad, uh, I use a very carefully crafted uh, demographic, yep. which is people from Australia or New Zealand yep. uh, between, like, the ages of 18 and 50 yep. who, have exp- who have liked, uh, like, Jesse Ventura... <laughs> or like cons- like a bunch of different conspiracy things. Yeah. But I've also liked uh, stuff like WTF with Mark Marin or like different podcasts. Yeah. So people are into podcasts and people are into conspiracies. Yeah. So you can be really specific. Yeah. And there's also a thing called a Facebook pixel, which if you put it on your site and someone clicks on an ad that you serve them on Facebook, goes to your site, goes away, it'll track that and then serve them that. Yeah. Add again. So it's really like in chatting to some social media people, I, I knew a little bit about it and then I was chatting to some social media people about their, you know, what they do and it's insane the level of like complexity you can build personally into your ads, let alone, you know, Facebook trying to serve you stuff based on what you think you like. What the advertisers are doing is actually pretty impressive, a little bit creepy, but I know that it's kind of a topic of discussion in advertising or online advertising is how to make it slightly less creepy, mm. you know, because if like there's a basically a magic number, if you think about or you Google something and you see an ad for it, there's a certain point where people are like, oh, cool, that's helpful to, oh, now I'm just creeped out. Yeah. Stop looking at me. Yeah. I think all of the – I don't think that Facebook is listening in. No. Because uh, just on a technical level, firstly, if the tech to do that sort of uh, voice – to text analysis mm. on that scale mm. was available, like someone would be using it out in the open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're not they're not hiding the fact that what they can do, like they can do a lot of shit, which we all know about because that's what the online media people, that's what you use. But I mean, for it to work, the because you know when you've you've got your phone and you can say, "Hey Siri," or "Okay Google." Uh, and then say something and it understands you, sort of. But for it to be – and it's always, your phone's always listening out for those mm. commands. But uh, for your phone to be passively listening 24-7 and transmitting that data back to somewhere, yeah, like that technology would require like a massive amount of compression yeah. and 
is the, is the data being like is the information being worked out on the phone and then going back home? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or is it going out to a server somewhere being worked out and then it's connecting all that to your the profile? Cl- the cloud, they call it. Yeah, you guys might not have heard that one before. But then that's happening for you know billions of people. Yeah, all like around the clock. Yeah. Um, I mean, theoretically, and I, I kind of always assume that when you look at the NSA and listening in to, to conversations, they, they are looking for keywords. So, you know, it is listening out for OK Google, but it's not, you know, it's just going to pick up that and do something, but ignore everything else. Yeah. But even then. But like the NSA can, they could like jump into the back end of Android, the Android OS and be like, all right, listen out for OK Google. Yeah. And, you know, start the OK Google fucking shit when that happens yeah. or listen out for the word bomb and just, you know, start the NSA shit when that happens. It, yeah, it's a lot of work to be doing all that just to give us an ad for a washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> but I this is I was thinking this and then I looked up and someone's actually did the hard work of working it out. Mm. Uh, if that was happening, that would require data to be transmitted. And people did some research where they're like, all right, let's turn off all of the microphone stuff in this phone. Mm. And the amount of data being transmitted was not any different yeah, than yeah, if everything yeah. was turned on. So I just was checking my ads just then uh, and I got one uh, from Soul Move. Love the taste of hops and beer. Grab your limited edition Brewmaster shoes today. And it's just this hideous looking shoe. Does it have hops on it as a pattern or? No, I don't really understand what it is. It's a beer shoe. Yeah, but it just looks like a fucking ugly brown shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's for doing shoeies. (laughs) (laughs) How did this become a fucking thing? Oh, Shoeies. Shoeies. Fucking everyone's doing it now. Yeah. Because fucking fucking dipshit Shannon Noel got taken a photo of doing it at some BNS Fucking bogan fest. Fired up and talking about well, shoeies. I went to. A, I've been fired up in the past recently because I went to a couple of punk rock gigs this yeah. year, maybe, and right, oh, God. full of dipshits. This year, twenty seventeen. Yep, <laughs> the, full of dipshits yelling, "Do a shoey, do a shoey!" to the band, and the band's like, "Oh yeah, okay, that's cool." Uh-huh. And what, they just kept on doing it. What band were you seeing? Uh, was, this it, was, was it clowns? Because that'd be a big shoey. Yeah, uh, it was pup. The yard shoey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it would probably, yeah, clowns. Uh, they probably attract those kind of fans these days. Yeah, but like, pup, but they don't actually dress up as clowns when they're performing, no, though, do no. they? Um, and you so pup, you know, they're a they're semi popular punk rock band, but they're not like the Offspring or anything. It's just like, what is happening here? Yeah. Why? Why is this a thing? Some young Formula One guy or something, or motorbike guy, got on the podium, and instead Ricardo, of doing the, the fucking tried and tradition, sprays jizz the fucking champagne over everyone. Yeah. He did a shoey. Yeah, yeah. It's like, fuck off. And that's, that's what kind of, I think, propelled it further. Yeah. Did you do a champagne shoey? Yeah. Mm. It's a bit gross, really. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking. And there's one band, I can't remember who it was, but they were touring and they had to actually say, can you guys just stop yelling, do a shoey? Like, I've had alcohol abuse problems in the past and I, like, this is actually kind of frustrating. Yeah. So. Was yeah. that another punk band? Yep. Why is it so prevalent in punk rock? When well, it was no, I think it's. Shannon Knoll. I think it's a lot of bands now and I think. Punk has been a little bit more mainstream with like the Smith Street Band in Australia getting quite big. So like bands like that attracting fucking larrikins, lads. They should listen to the Smith Street Band song, Death to the Lads. What is... 
Anyway, we're, what is going on here? We're sidetracked. You got, yeah, we got, you got massively sidetracked. Side <laughs> Sorry. So, so fa- Facebook. Yeah. The uh, the thing that they need to do is uh, avoid that uh, magic spot where it becomes creepy. Yeah. But and, they then. But I think a lot of because part of the problem is a lot of people don't understand how it's working. So I saw while I was researching this, people were also uh, worried about like you know they'll just meet someone. And then they'll show up in their like suggested friends yeah. list and they're like like people you may know. And they're like, well, how did it know that I met them? Mm. And so there are a couple of things that can be going on there. If someone else looks you up on Facebook, then you'll start seeing them in your people you may know mm. thing. Which the is other- terrifying for if you like to have a fucking sneaky stalk <laughs> of someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like- Which I love. <laughs> but... uh. Also, if like if you're in the same area as someone, yeah, especially like often, you'll end up in the people you may know thing. So I did see there was a uh, case recently, or relatively, 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 <laughs> one more time, <laughs> relatively recently, where like this uh, psych- psychiatrist or psychologist office, mm. all of their patients started getting. The people you may know thing oh, popping up for each other. How's yeah. that for your paranoia? Yeah, <laughs> because they're all going to the same spot, and they all—some of them all know—they might be friends with the psychologist. Yeah, okay. Or just because they're in the same spot over and over again, it assumes that you know each other. Yeah, and so you'll—if you work in an office, you'll often see people from your office popping up, and maybe it's because they—they're like, oh. Just look up uh, Luke on Facebook, see what he's up to. I would suggest if you're a psychologist, yeah. adding your patients to your friends list on Facebook, a little bit toe in the line of professionalism. Yeah, that, cro- that crosses the freaking line for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the other thing is it could just be that you're in the same yeah. space. Yeah. So I think part of the thing where it's like, oh, you know, I was talking about this particular thing mm. and then I never even looked it up and I started getting ads for it, well, maybe someone else who is in the same area as you has looked it up. Well, yeah. Especially if you're on the same IP address. Oh, yeah. You know, the system doesn't necessarily know that it's a different person looking that up. And so it's like, well, this IP address is associated with looking up dishwashers. I'm just going to serve everyone yeah, dishwashers. Yeah. Um, beta Meinhof syndrome is kind of the the reasoning for this. I think a lot of people are, are suggesting, uh, which is, well, not syndrome, sorry, phenomenon. Yeah. Which is blue car syndrome, where you see if you buy a blue car, you suddenly see blue cars everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so if you're thinking to yourself, and if oh, you see <clears> like <throat> West German terrorists, then you start seeing them everywhere. Is that where that comes from? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what the Bader Meinhof gang. Right. Like that was a gang. I think the phenomenon is just named after the idea that when you see something about the Bader Meinhof gang, yeah, you'll start seeing references to them everywhere. And I can confirm that is true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, but it's just because it's a sort of. I think it's just because it's a reasonably strange name. Yeah. Yeah. So now that yeah, I've been actively trying to get Facebook to serve me ads for fridges and washing machines. If I ever eventually see one, like I can say in the next week. I'll be like, oh, see, it's done it. But it probably was going to serve me that anyway based on the fact that I'm, you know, in my 30s, whatever. Yeah, has a, you know, living in Australia, living, you know, whatever. 
The other thing that occurred to me was it's like I saw a few examples where someone was like, oh, you know, I was um talking to someone about a recipe for like a zucchini pasta. You know, when you like slice up the zucchinis. The spiralizers. Yeah. Yeah. Spiralize some pasta. Yeah. You know, I never looked it up, but we were talking about it. And then I started seeing ads for it. Mm. And it's like, well, why were you talking about it? Did the Was it because the person you were talking to saw an ad for it? Mm. And they're like, oh. I'll make some zucchini pasta mm. and you've just gotten, now the ad's gone around to you. Yeah. Mm. Also, because you can drill down really deep, but a lot of advertising isn't that deep. Yeah. And also like that spiralizing thing is a very popular thing. Yeah. yeah. So Pete like, Evans has one. Sorry? Pete Evans has a signature spiralizer. Really? Yeah. yeah. So like people selling them and marketing it to everyone and if you're likely to be talking about it yeah then chances are you're on the demographic they're wanting to market yeah. it to or if you're a foodie who might be into doing that kind of stuff no doubt on your facebook you've liked a celebrity share for yeah, something yeah. to do with cooking or yeah. yeah so facebook is definitely mining data like the fucking bejesus yeah and they know a shitload about our demographic probably about us i don't think they're doing anything good with it though no. Anything, sorry, anything bad with it Yeah, that is good for us. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're listening 24-7 to pull out things from your conversations. I did the one thing, though, oh, that occurred go. to me was like, you know, you've been trying all week to yep. try and get this to happen. Uh, I've never really noticed this happening with me. I can always be really sure about why I'm getting served ads. Mm. I did. There was one time that uh, we got like a weird email. I don't know if you remember this, Robbo. You mentioned like a specific conspiracy theory in our the Slack that we use mm. to organise all of this stuff. Mm. And the proponent of the conspiracy theory then emailed you and we're like, how did he know we were talking about it? And we were trying to work out all of these different ways that he could have like worked out. It's like, can people like, identify people based on their Slack conversations or something. Mm. And then finally, well, you after, you know, you'd been like, oh, well, I never posted about it anywhere. You're like, oh, wait, I did post about this on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just searched for it. So I think people also forget. Yeah, definitely. You, definitely. Don't, you don't remember everything that you Google. And these days, yeah, pretty much every thought or every discussion gets Googled in some way. Mm. You know what I mean? Like there's no longer – pub arguments anymore because it's like oh who was that guy no nah, it was fine let's google it yeah like everything's just getting googled constantly yeah and it's like it's so just part of everyday life that you don't remember mm. everything you've looked up but having said all that mm. uh you know people have gone out and done tests they're like oh well there was no extra data going when the microphone was on mm. but facebook if they were like looking at this and the it seems like something they would be interested in looking at. Yes. <laughs> they don't roll it out for everyone at once. Yeah, yeah. They do tests. Okay. And so this thing where like just some people experience this sort of phenomenon, they could have just r- rolled it out on a very small scale to see what it's like. Mm. And then they start seeing posts on Reddit like, oh, this is weird. They're like, all right, just shut that one down again. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I mean, they've done things where they've tweaked like the uh, posts that you see coming mm. up in your feed. Mm. So they worked out a way to determine if like a post was positive or negative. And so yeah. I don't know if you remember this experiment they ran where they started showing people more positive posts or they started showing people more negative posts Yeah, and then analysing 
whether the person being shown those posts, their posts became more positive or negative. Yeah. Now, they didn't roll that out to everyone, but they did try it on a small number of people. Yeah, yeah. Which is still quite a large number of people. And it's still really creepy as well. Yeah. So So maybe they have rolled this out on a small scale. But then again, to do this, you need all of the Facebook apps code is visible to the companies whose marketplace it's on. So Apple and Google. Yeah. So lots of people have eyeballs on the code. Like all of these apps have to be approved Mm. by the marketplaces that are on. I think there are too many, like, you know, it's not the, even with the NSA, we see that people are willing to stand up and say, oh, hang on, this is not quite kosher. I think even with these fucking nerds, there'd be someone, there'd have to be at least one person who's like, hang on a second. Well, as far as I know, nothing came out in the Snowden stuff. It was pertaining to a lot of this kind of surveillance. Yeah. And nothing came out in that regarding that kind of technology. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, though, I think InQtel did invest in Google or some parts of things that Google has built. Yeah. And as well as, I think, some Apple stuff as well. So maybe they're all sneaking under the rug. Yeah, maybe. But there'd be some nerdy dev somewhere who's like, oh, I'm going to be the next Edward Snowden. <laughs> yeah. But without without having to get fucking a bullet in the head over it, <laughs> I can just be like, oh, this isn't right. And I'll be the bloody hero of the day and I don't have to worry about anyone fucking murking me. I'll just get <laughs> sacked at worst. <laughs> um, I, just, I feel like I shouldn't like describe someone doing the right thing as being like such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to hear some other things that CIA and QTEL is investing in at the moment? Yeah, go ahead. Because uh, they're doing it quite publicly. Like This is not a, a clandestine operation. Room scanning technology is one thing they're doing where this company's developed like a little device which you hold up and you, you move it around your room and it scans the room. And the article I read was like trying to contextualise these things in terms of spying. And they said, oh, you know, we're not sure how this could help spying. Like, that would be an awesome thing if you're a spy. Yeah. yeah. Scan an entire room. Wasn't that like part of the whole Pokemon, Pokemon Go, Go thing? thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was secretly like everyone around the world was instantaneously mapping every single yeah, interior yeah. in the world. Yeah. And the same with Snapchat facial recognition. Right. You know, everyone – it's. You, you push the button down to scan your face yeah. and then you do and little fun got, things. Yeah. yeah, They also were the mouth-in-mouth communication devices. Yeah. Oh, and translation, a lot of translation stuff. So like real-time translation uh, and like picking out text key points from foreign language text to, to get them quickly. Um, and then just data mining, just lots of data, which is probably Facebook. Like, you know, that's what they do. Um, I have ad block on my my desktop, so I don't actually see the ads. I turned it off for the purposes of this, but yeah, I've got it on for a lot of stuff. Yeah, occasionally you'll hit a website like a, and it'll be like, we notice you've got an ad blocker on. We're yeah. not going to show you this content unless you turn it off. Jerks! It's like full fucking. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to read this article. Any more thoughts on Facebook sending us ads or listening to us? Oh, sorry. One of the points I I want to make. Um, Mark Zuckerberg has his microphone and as he recommends people seal up their camera and their microphone and every time you see him near a computer. He's always got tape over his yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, because I'm sure he's a big target for hacking. Yeah. If if anyone wanted to like make themselves famous as a hacker, get into bloody Zuck's bloody camera. So, of course, he does. Yeah. I can see the webcam over there. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're being watched? Maybe. As if like... 
that computer should have bloody switched on by now, surely. With all of the keywords we've been dropping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Facebook's listening? Uh, no, but if they could, they would. No, I don't reckon they No, I'm a no, but with a, the caveat that as if they wouldn't try. Yeah. 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 Do we have any housekeeping? We've got heaps of housekeeping. Uh, Sock it to me. Number one, purely mercenary, uh, we've got some merch now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can go to redbubble.com, look up Hypothetical Institute, mm-hmm. and we've got some fucking sick shirts. That shirts are and some stickers. Designed by uh, Talented Saltmarsh. Thank you. It's pretty cool. Bit yeah. of a uh, they live sort of motif going mm. on. Yeah. If you want to show everyone that you can see the cooked units in the world. Yep. That's the best way to do it. Or declare yourself a cooked unit. Yeah. <laughs> However you want to translate it. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to buy a sweatshirt. One of the, the, you know, not a hoodie, but a sweat. Nice. I look pretty, pretty dope, I think. Thinking about getting a mug or something. Yeah, those mugs look pretty cool. Mm. While you're there, pick up a bloody Squidward dabbing sticker. <laughs> Now, in the world of conspiracies, yep. have we checked in on any of our faves? Uh, there's nothing to report. They're just garbage. And, and are they all still offline? Pretty much, yeah. Google or YouTube has just been shutting down all the... Yeah. Um, I think Smoke and Mirrors is still doing stuff and it's just... Oh, that's right. Him and Rockno, which is yeah. another sort of bit character in all this PK universe. The PK-averse, as we call it. PK-verse. Yeah. Uh, they just had like a Charlottesville was a false flag because they fucking saw a shoe. Well, yeah, Char- <laughs> fuck it off. Well, Charlottesville was like turned into a big thing for them. Yeah. So there was some. F- I we I think we mentioned this in our JFK episode, which comes out in like a month. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, spoiler alert: there's stuff about like earlobes. Yeah, so yeah, is, yeah. This is like not only is like the incident on tape. It's like everything, it's just a massively surveilled public incident. Yeah. Where the, the, these people's lives are well documented. And you can see the like the guy that has committed this murder like hanging out with the pe- like these yeah. other people, wearing the uniform and everything yeah. beforehand. It's all very well documented. Yeah. And they still tried to like push yeah. this line that it was a false flag. I saw, I think it's a Jack... Pobosiek, yeah, yeah, who's like an alt right guy. He tried to push this theory that uh, the killer was like a uh, had was like a socialist or something, yeah, and had mistaken these people for being pro Trump, and that's why he'd done it. And so he put that out, and I think like eventually had to retract it or like did that thing where they just pretend that they never said it. Yep, they delete the tweets, but like. And a few hours later, I think Donald Trump retweeted him about like some other thing or like related, you know, because, you know, it's been a whole controversy mm. where he sort of refused to denounce it and then eventually he had to do that thing where he's like, oh, well, you know, there were people on both sides that were yeah. misbehaving. It's like, well, you know, one side murdered people. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, someone tweeted to us today uh, someone had surfaced this thing where uh, someone called Tiffany Fontenot or Tiffany Fontenot, who was a reverse speech analyst. Oh. And uh, she had been running uh, like the press or the, like the press conference that the mother of the murdered woman gave. 
uh, through her body reverse speech thing to mm. find like the hidden messages, which was just fucking insane. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I did find that uh, she was she had studied at uh, the school of David Oates, mm. prestigious who, school, who was a reverse speech guy. Yep. And interestingly to us, I think this is what we were talking about in the back masking episode. Like the guys were like, you can reverse people's people talking and you can hear the true message. Yeah. And so we did note in that that like they were reversing like Neil Armstrong thing. Yeah. And he was basically still talking about landing on the moon. Yeah. Yeah. And we thought that was stupid, but I think the idea is you can reverse them and if they're saying the same thing backwards as forwards, then it means they're telling the truth forwards. Yeah. Which isn't stupid. Yeah. No, wait, still stupid. Yeah. But uh, David Oates, interestingly, mm. is from Adelaide. Ah, he's an, there you he's go. an Aussie. But uh, he was, so I think he is the guy that came up with this idea of just rather than just finding the hidden messages in Led Zeppelin, yep. just finding the hidden messages in everything yeah. backwards. But uh, he was very interesting because I clicked on his YouTube page and he has the most fucking cooked ad for his thing. <laughs> Can you put the audio yeah, from yeah. this in? Maybe I'll stick that at the end, the uh, ad at the end. Because it's like it's this massively cooked idea but then the ad for it is like an ad for Duolingo yeah, or yeah. like one of these brain training things. <laughs> or, a, or a Kickstarter kind of yeah, like. Such a legit mainstream seeming like. Yeah. With all, all of that like simple colourful animation stuff that those things have. Yeah, yeah. When I played it to you guys, there was like an ad for Uber beforehand and then it goes into this ad and it could be the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the fact that it goes from like someone driving you around to find the hidden messages yeah, yeah. in people talking. But it's like improve your relationships. Yeah. And I love you, honey. Just let me flip that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got you, bitch. He's got an yeah. app. Which you can, I think you can just record yourself and then play it backwards. Mm. But uh, I went to install the app and I've decided not to because he does have a, a warning in like the uh, end user license agreement. Mm. So, you know, no one reads these things. You should definitely read this one though because uh, one of the warnings is using the application and creating reversals. It's likely to result in insights and understanding that are enlightening but also unexpected. Ooh. Because reversals are entirely based on speech selected and recorded by you, we cannot predict the content of reversals or what they may reveal. You should only use the application and create reversals with great care. Uh, and failure to do so may cause or contribute to negative effects such as nausea, vomiting, headaches, nightmares, sleepwalking, a feeling of being on edge, mm. tempera, isolation, a severing of relationships. All right, that's just isolation. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> and or an inability to stopping thinking about reversals and their potential meanings and implications. So be careful when you use this because you might turn into me. Yeah. <laughs> you might get absolutely pringled by this app. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It sounds dangerous. Yeah. Sounds I'm gonna just going to reverse everything I hear now. Yeah. Reverse this whole episode. Anything else housekeeping-wise? Not for me. I think I need to dive back into checking out some cooked people, see who else is out there. Sure. That's all from me. Well, uh, if people want to find us on the internet, what do they do? 
hypotheticalinstitute.com. You can look up us up on Facebook at the Hypothetical Institute, on Twitter at Hypothopod, and of course on iTunes uh, where you can leave us a review, which Mm. we greatly appreciate, or even just a rating, which we also appreciate. Yep. Uh, heart react only. Now we have to stop saying heart react only because yeah. people like already react when they see there's a new episode. I, for the first time ever the other day, I did a Facebook post where I said heart reacts only, kind of just as a joke. But I shared Arnold Schwarzenegger's anti hate video that he put out, the yeah. Terminate Hate one, which was quite good. Yeah. I liked it. So I put it up on Facebook and I said, if you support. Nazis or any of those fucking idiots angry react to this so I can fuck you off my friends list otherwise heart reacts only please got a few heart reacts and then I got one angry react oh. and I'm like who the fuck is that but it's someone who's not even on my friends list so I'm like oh I will fuck you yeah you're either, you're either just being funny and like <laughs> I'll do it or you're like a mutual friend of mine who's like a massive fucking bigoted asshole <laughs> Um, I don't think we've got any hearts. Oh, no, because this is the thing where like heart reacts only at the end of the episode. They see it as a new episode. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll like that or I'll give it a laugh or whatever. A preemptive little laugh. Yeah, yeah but now, I'm going to have that, a little chuckle. Now that we've seen heart reacts only on a couple of episodes, it's now, okay, the new one. They're not going to get to the end of this one and go, oh, they're saying heart reacts because they've heard it before. Was it in the last one where I was like, we need to get people to bring back, we need to get Facebook to bring back Pride React? Yeah, I think so. So I was like, all right, I'll do my bit. I'll message the Zuck. Yeah. And be like, hey, can we have Pride Reacts back? Next minute, your Facebook account suspended for having a fake name. (laughs) (laughs) Did the Zuck bloody dob me in? Because he's like, oh, it's clearly not your name. Little dibber dobber. He is a dibber dobber. And here's the thing, Mark Zuckerberg. And I know you're fucking listening because I'm holding my phone up to the microphone as well. Also, it's 420. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. Hey, Zuckerberg, fucking listening on this. Only babies dub on me. Yeah? What are you, fucking baby? More like Nark Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> so if they want to find you, Robbo. Uh, at Isle of a Time uh, and Isle of a Time.com. Uh, at Saltmarsh on Twitter, Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook. And you can find me at Sexenheimer on the Twitter and gather around me on Facebook and iTunes my other podcast. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. See ya. Tap into the power of your unconscious mind with the phenomenon of reverse speech. When human speech is recorded and played backwards, hidden messages are revealed. These hidden messages express underlying thought and intention and are useful for understanding human communication and advantageous in a wide range of applications. Reverse speech was discovered in 1983 by David John Oates. Since then, David has built an international presence that studies, develops, and applies the technology to improve individuals' lives, businesses, and relationships. Learn more about reverse speech on our website. Download our free mobile app today to start finding your own backwards messages and discover the impact of the reverse speech phenomenon in your own life.